My name is Jim Fleming, and this is Our Sunday School. I'm coming to you from the Hickson campus of Stewart Heights Baptist Church in Chattanooga, Tennessee. And we'd love to have you come and visit us. But if you're not in the area, please go to OurSundaySchool.com to see all of the resources we saw in class. Well, good morning, everybody. Well, welcome to Our Sunday School. I'm glad you're here today. So, guess what we're doing today? Does anybody know? Chapter 4. Oh, yeah. There we go. We are just, we are at cruising altitude at this point. So, I'm excited. All right. So, as we do, uh, we did this for Mark chapter 2 and Mark chapter 3. Uh, we're going to have a week today where we just get ready for Mark chapter 4. So, if you got your handout, uh, there is one side of one page. Like, ooh, okay. And you'll see, <laughs> I am feeling well, actually. About five of you have asked me that this morning, uh, so I'll give you a quick update on my back. It's, well, I can do this, actually. So we can do this, and we can turn, and I can say hallelujah, and what, Julie? I'm good. Oh, I'm not showing off. <laughs> I am showing off, yes, that's right. No. <laughs> Even though the doctor said I could do whatever I wanted, the day after he took me off a five-pound weight restriction, I said, nope, I don't like the slope of that curve. We're going to flatten that out, and we're going to go nice and easy and build back up. So that's, um, there's that. So thank you all for your prayers. We appreciate those. Uh, and it is nice to stand up here and not be in pain. Uh, so that's been several years since that's been the case. So you better get ready. All right, so... Uh, <laughs> Mark chapter 4, if you're looking at your handout, uh, so this is uh, talking about the Bible. This is the series that I taught in uh, November and December of last year uh, to get us ready to go into Mark. And just very simply, these are our process steps. So first process step is to pray. Uh, we have our attitudes, our actions, and then our practice. So if we want to talk about the Bible, we want to start with praying. Uh, and it is, it is an unusual it is an unusual approach to see, uh, but hopefully it is something that is becoming more and more common for us as we consciously walk through these. So I want to start this morning by praying for us, um, and we'll get to the other questions. Actually, we're going to go past that today. Uh, so here we go. So we're going to do uh, steps one and two, praying and hearing as a class, and then do three, four, and five as a table, and then six is your homework uh, after we leave today. So... There's that. So let's pray, and we'll uh, read Mark chapter 4. Father, you are so kind to us to allow us to have a copy of your words. You are so kind to us to allow us to be born in a place and a time where we can read and have access to a copy of your word. You are so kind to us to have drawn us and called us and redeemed us and made us your children and indwell us with the Holy Spirit so that the Spirit could teach us about you and your word. And right now we confess that, uh, that we are ill-equipped on our own to understand the beauty and the majesty of your words. And we ask the Holy Spirit to help and to illuminate the text so that we might see beautiful things about you, so that we can grow to love you more, to know you more, 
and to obey you more in ways that you have created us to know and to be and to do. So Father, as we open up your word and read Mark chapter 4, we ask for help. And we state clearly that we are unable to do this on our own. And we are grateful that we are unable to do this on our own. Because if understanding you could be done by human beings alone, then oh, what a pitiful God you would be. But you are not. You are so much more. And we are thrilled that you not only can help us, but want to help us and do help us. So we beg you this morning, please help us. Help us be humble. Help us be attentive. Help us to understand and help us to not just be Pharisees and to know, but to do what you have taught us to do. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. So let's read Mark chapter 4. I get really excited about the next chapter, so this is good stuff. Again, he began to teach beside the sea, and a very large crowd gathered about him, so that he got into a boat and sat in it on the sea, and the whole crowd was beside the sea on the land. And he was teaching them many things in parables, and in his teaching he said to them, listen, behold, a sower went out to sow, and as he sowed, some seed fell along the path, and the birds came and devoured it. Other seed fell on rocky ground where it did not have much soil, and immediately it sprang up, since it had no depth of soil. And when the sun rose, it was scorched, and since it had no root, it withered away. Other seed fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked it, and it yielded no grain. And other seeds fell into good soil and produced grain, growing up and increasing and yielding thirtyfold and sixtyfold and a hundredfold. And he said, He who has ears to hear, let him hear. And when he was alone, those around him with the twelve asked him about the parables. And he said to them, To you has been given the secret of the kingdom of God. But for those outside, everything is in parables, so that they may indeed see but not perceive, and may indeed hear but not understand, lest they should turn and be forgiven. And he said to them, Do you not understand this parable? How then will you understand all the parables? The sower sows the word. And these are the ones along the path where the word is sown. When they hear, Satan immediately comes and takes away the word that is sown in them. And these are the ones sown on rocky ground. The ones who, when they hear the word, immediately receive it with joy. And they have no root in themselves, but endure for a while. Then... When tribulation or persecution arises on account of the word, immediately they fall away. And others are the ones sown among the thorns. They are those who hear the word, but the cares of the world and the deceitfulness of riches and the desire for other things enter in and choke the word, and it proves unfruitful. But those that were sown on the good soil are the ones who hear the word and accept it and bear fruit, thirtyfold and sixtyfold and a hundredfold. And he said to them, Is a lamp brought in to be put under a basket, or under a bed, and not on a stand? For nothing is hidden except to be made manifest, nor is anything secret except to come to light. If anyone has ears to hear, let him hear. And he said to them, 
Pay attention to what you hear. With the measure you use, it will be measured to you, and still more will be added to you. For to the one who has, more will be given. And from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. And he said, The kingdom of God is as if a man should scatter seed on the ground. He sleeps and rises night and day, and the seed sprouts and grows. He knows not how. The earth produces by itself, first the blade, then the ear, then the full grain in the ear. But when the grain is ripe, at once he puts it in the sickle, because the harvest has come. And he said, With what can we compare the kingdom of God? Or what parable shall we use for it? It is like a grain of mustard seed, when, which when sown on the ground is the smallest of all the seeds on earth. Yet when it is sown up, yet when it is sown, it grows up and becomes larger than all the garden plants and puts out large branches so that the birds of the air can make nests in its shade. And with many such parables, he spoke the word to them as they were able to hear it. He did not speak to them without a parable. But privately to his own disciples, he explained everything. And on that day, when evening had come, he said to them, Let us go across to the other side. And leaving the crowd, they took him with them in the boat, just as he was. And other boats were with him. And a great windstorm arose, and the waves were breaking into the boat, so that the boat was already filling. But he was in the stern, asleep on the cushion. And they woke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? And he awoke and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said to them, Why are you so afraid? Have you still no faith? And when they were filled with great fear, he said to one, he said to one another, They said uh, to one another, Who then is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him. You get a little bit of everything in Mark chapter 4. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a really good chapter from a, uh, if you just want an overview of some of the stuff Jesus did. So he messed with some heads. He taught some amazingly incredible things. You see a little bit behind the green curtain on the parable concept. And then he tells the weather what to do. <laughs> you know, it's just, I don't know what bucket you put that into other than sovereign king of the universe. So we'll put it in that bucket, right? All right, so uh, process step number one is to pray. This is with fear and dependence and expectancy. Process step number two is to hear. And uh, I just want to call you guys out and say thank you for your respect and deference. Um, 10 years ago, 11 years ago, when we started this class, uh, the response in the room when I read the text was totally different. So I feel like we have grown as a group that when God's word is spoken, um, what do we do? Yeah, we shut up and sit still. <laughs> like, and we engage. Um, so we, we read the Bible out loud to others and we hear the Bible being read aloud. And this isn't this isn't any more complicated than just hearing the Bible. Uh, but it's hard to do in a world where everything else is going on. I do this every four or five years in a Sunday school class that I teach. And it's um, I just want to sit in silence for 60 seconds. And we're not going to do it this morning. Uh, but every single time that we have done this, 
it is stunning how much you hear that's going on when you're trying to be quiet and how difficult it is to just be still. Like it's really hard. Uh, and the stiller we are, the easier it is to hear. So there's that. So process step number three, uh, we're going to do these at our tables. So this is uh, to think, and our attitudes are humility, wonder, and steadfastness. Uh, this is thinking about God's Word day and night, and thinking up. So what can we, what can we see in these scriptures that tells us about God? Uh, and this does not involve talking yet. So this is the thinking part. So um, we're going to hang out for a minute and just quietly think about this particular chapter. And what I would love for you to do is I would love for you to think specifically about which one of these sections. So the ESV divides up verses 1 through 9 into a section, verses 10 through 20 into a section, uh, 21 through 25, 20, and these all have section headings in your Bible, so you should be able to see these pretty readily. 26 through 29, uh, 30 through 34, and then 35 and beyond into different sections. So be thinking about which section you'd like to talk about, uh, and we will divide you up into tables based on that. So yes, we will be moving tables today. <clears throat> Some of you are like, I didn't sign up for that. Well, we'll be moving tables today. So there we go. So I'll give us about five minutes to think through uh, these different passages, and we'll come back in about five minutes. It is okay to repeat, repeat process steps one and two um, while you are doing number three. All right, so that's what five minutes feels like. So, sometimes this is like picking between your kids, right? It's like, which one's your favorite? Well, they're all kind of awesome, right? But there may have been something tugging at you for one uh, over the other. So who, who preferred, uh, who felt their heart tugged toward verses one through nine? Verses 1 through 9. Just throw your hand up. All righty then. Uh, this could get awkward very quickly if you don't have something here. Verses uh, 10 through uh, 20. 10 through 20. Excellent. Awesome. So if Albert, you and Dan could head back there and the folks that didn't raise their hand could come up here. We'll go back to that table. You got voted off the island there. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Verses uh, 21 through 25. 21 through 25. Excellent. Uh, maybe you guys could come to this empty table right over here. Excellent. Uh, 26 through 29. 26 through 29. I've got two. Is that a hand, Mitch, or no? No? Okay. Uh, maybe come to this center table. All right, Shelby, you just got voted off. Sorry. <laughs> uh, 30 through 34. 30 through 34. Excellent. All right. Maybe you guys could go to the table where Miss uh, Barbie's just now standing up right there. 
And then uh, 35 through 41. Excellent. All right. And then some of you did not raise your hands. Thirty-five through forty-one. So let's do uh, three tables of them. One, two, and three. All right. Would you like to know your assignment? Yeah. So up to this point, it's just getting you in the right table. So here you go. Here's your assignment. This is process step number four, and this is to talk. Um, and this is uh, learning from others. This is learning from others. So if you have a predisposition to be like, uh, open up the cape and I'm Superman and here we go, uh, put that aside, please, because uh, this is learning from others. This is coming to this step with an attitude of incompleteness and wonder. Every one of us, hi, my name's Jim, uh, does not understand everything there is to know about Mark chapter 4. All right? Everybody. Everybody. So what can we learn from each other? Now, I hope I didn't just completely stifle the conversation because that was not the goal. But the goal was to dampen our uh, innate desire to always be right and be authoritative about all things. Does that help? Does that kind of position this better? So we're going to uh, talk to those willing to teach and use available resources. Pull out your phones, look things up. That's absolutely fine. That is not a problem. Have conversation. Go. I'm going to add one thing to your assignment while you're talking this morning. I'd like each person at the table to share a question you have about the text. And I would love for everyone else not to answer. Just let it sit. So we're going to practice humility today. So a question you have about your particular portion of the text. And let it sit. Okay, there you go. All right, how many of you struggled with not answering? <clears throat> how many of you struggled? I have one half of the room that's listening. The other half is still going. It's fantastic. Hey, there we go. How many of you struggled with not answering? Was this like a challenge? Yes. Welcome to my world every single day when you send me these emails and I'm like, I want to tell you the answer, but I'd much rather you go through a process. And I'll tell you something else. When you have questions about a text, it's an indication that you're wrestling with it. It's an indication that you're thinking through it. It's a good thing. Um, I usually, when we go through a, a book of the Bible or a chapter or a verse, uh, one of the first things that I do is just list out as many questions as I can. And usually for a chapter, when I get to about 100 questions, it's like, all right, this is, this is probably, I'm, I'm thinking about this, it's probably a good time to start digging in and looking and seeing what we can actually learn from this. Uh, so if you have one or two, that's fantastic. Your homework for next week, this next week, should be added to your handouts. If you don't have a handout in front of you, grab one. Is to email me your questions about Mark chapter 4. Because I want to start baking as many of these in as we can into the lessons. So one of the things I hope you're noticing is that as we go through each successive chapter, you are getting more involved into the process of what happens up here. That is on purpose. And by the time we finish, Mark, this will look totally different. And if that doesn't terrify you, it should. Because it terrifies me. <laughs> 
So with that, it is time to do our weekly update. So each of you should have a weekly update uh, on your table. So if you will grab one uh, and pray over those requests, uh, add anything new, uh, add your attendance at the bottom. Now, if you've already put your attendance on one sheet, don't put it on another sheet if you moved, but make sure your name is somewhere. And uh, after you have prayed as a table, you are dismissed to go and to worship this one who tells the weather what to do. That is awesome. So thanks for coming to Sunday School today. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and to our weekly email. You can do both at OurSundaySchool.com.